0: Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. This episode experienced technical difficulties in the recording process. Please excuse any sound issues. Angels. All things paranormal. This is Angel Talk.
1: Everyone and welcome to this episode of Angel Talk. I'm Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium, and you're listening to the Mind Body Spirit FM Network. One of the most favorite blessings of my life is I get to meet other gifted mediums. Quite frankly, all of us are intuitive. You really are. As you listen to this, I hope you understand that we are all gifted. We all come in that way. We're all intuitive. And some of us, before we get here, we choose to amplify that beautiful gift because we know that in this version of us, this time, this lifetime, we are going to utilize those gifts in a very special way. And this guest that I have on the podcast today, is Karen Daugherty, and she is a powerful medium, and today on this podcast, we get to meet her and be with her when she is in action, and I'm just so very excited to share her energy and her love with you. Here's a little bit about Karen before she joins us today. Since the discovery of her abilities, Karen has worked tirelessly to bring the world of spirit to those who need it most, From the UK to the US, from Asia to Australia, clients from all over the world meet with Karen to receive readings, enroll in mentorships, and share a space for discussions on the power of spirit. A woman with spirit and a breath of fresh air, Karen offers a contemporary approach to psychic work and mediumship based on traditional principles filled with love and compassion She stands as one of the most reputable and skilled mediums in modern times. I wish to welcome Karen Gocherty. Welcome, Karen. Thank you, Rachel. So nice to be here. I am very, very grateful. Like I said, one of the best blessings in my life is I get to meet people like you. And I feel that my life gets better as we connect to each other and Just have this really magical feeling that we've known each other before. So hi. Hi again.
2: Hi again. I actually agree. I think sometimes when you make connections with people, it feels like that. It feels like it's been here before. Yes.
1: feels really warm and cozy, doesn't it? It does.
2: Do you feel that you were born this way? Absolutely. I mean, with any mediumship, it's something that kind of comes down the generations usually. And sometimes, you know, it's something that skips a generation and so on. But usually you will find it in your lineage of family, but also in that mediumship is obviously A life purpose so for me it's always felt that it's always been there even though it took time to develop it took time to understand and it was probably a bit later in life that i actually was able to accept that actually i'm supposed to do this
1: did something in your life happen to
2: propel you into this gift? Not as such. I mean, I, I do remember from a very young age, just knowing that there were spirit beings around and understanding that there was a whole other world. So for me, I always had that knowledge. But To me, it was very normal. So if something's very natural and normal to you, you don't really question it. You just kind of go with the flow. And then obviously, as I started to grow up and hit teenage years and friends were doing different things, it started to stand out to me that actually not everyone was aware of that. And it was something that was slightly different to the, the norm, we will say at that point. Um, so really, it was just about then me gaining life experience and, you know, going through life stuff. And then from then on, it, it really became very dominant within my life. I could hear spirit a lot of the time by then. I could sense them around a lot of the time. So it was really probably a more natural progression for me. That resonates with me, too. People will ask me when I knew and I,
1: I will say, well, it's more when I, I realized that not everybody else had my gifts or I, I realized that I was a little bit different. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that that resonates with me. And, and you grew up in Scotland, correct?
2: You're from Scotland. I did. Yes, I am. Yes. As you can hear by my accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's really lovely. Yeah. Um, Do you find that when you've been in the U.S. versus Scotland, does that have a different energy? As far as the 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 land, the roots, the spiritual vibe, does it feel different there?
2: I think it does in a way because I think here in Scotland it's very Celtic. It's it's almost like you know this this feeling, this vibration is is in the earth. You know, it just surrounds the thing. And there's a lot of you know majestic nature around here so and very old so I feel that it feels different in that aspect but when I come over to the states to do work I always feel that everyone is so open to it and very you know it's not judged so there's a different energy in that sense Uh, compared to Scotland, because Scotland can be quite reserved. So it takes some time for people to kind of grasp maybe certain types of things here. So there's a different energy in both places.
1: Mm, That's really interesting to me. I notice when I take people into their other dimensions of themselves, their other lifetimes, they really perk up when something comes up where they've Had a lifetime in Scotland, they say, Oh, really? That's so interesting. So I wondered if it went the other way, too. That maybe if people heard that, well, you've had a lifetime in the United States,
2: (laughs) there Mm -hmm. was some excitement there. So I suppose I I know that when I come over there, you know, to the States from Scotland, for me, it feels like I've been there many, many times, even the first time I came over. It just feels very a natural place for me to be so I agree that you know you have connections to certain places and certain places you may have been before
1: you've done such extensive work with people both earth side and spirit side do you believe that every person is intuitive and if so how did you come to that understanding
2: I think really through my own development and knowledge from the spirit side of life, so my guides and spirit team, and just an understanding within of what you know what we are, who we are, where we come from. It stood out to me from again quite an early age that we do all have a psychic ability, and you know we call it our sixth sense or we get a hunch about something or it's called intuition, but whatever way we describe it, really what it boils down to is that it is a psychic ability. Now, the reason we have this is because we all come from the spirit side of life and we come here. So when we come here, that mind to mind communication that's in the world of thought, which is the spirit side is still in place. And then we are born here. We are born into a life. We grow, we develop physically and then we take on our environment and everything surrounding us, we sometimes forget that we have that, ability so some people will be very natural with their psychic ability and their sixth sense and other people have to work at it a little bit more in order to feel that or trust that gut instinct that they have but we all do have it to a certain degree Uh, whereas mediumship I feel is different when you've got a connection with spirit directly I feel that that's something that some are born with but not everyone is born with And did you do anything in particular or what did you do in particular
1: to grow your mediumship ability?
2: I actually started to visit what we call here in Scotland a home circle, which is just a group of people who meet at the same time every week and have a discipline for their development. And really, it was just about practice and understanding and gaining knowledge. And I had done that for about maybe a year the first instance Uh, and then it was more about my own research my own meditation my own knowledge felt I already had and just really putting that to use by putting it into practice maybe by doing readings and you know audience events and things like that and really it just grew very very quickly for me where I could just go out and use that to work and Obviously not forgetting that as you work with your mediumship, it continually develops. It never stops developing.
1: Was your self-confidence
2: key in that as well? Did it get easier as you did it? Oh, yes, for sure. Um, I think anyone who starts out, you know, it's a very (laughs) devastating procedure because really you're trusting something that no one else knows or can see. So it's not like, you know, if you were a singer, you know that you've got a voice and you can depend on that voice. But with mediumship, it, it doesn't work like that. You've just kind of got to open up and see what happens. So it takes a lot of confidence, I feel, to do that and kind of really open yourself up to it. But once you do that, and once I've done that and trusted what I was receiving, it it just then goes on leaps and bounds and you just continually grow that so that you know your own mediumship. You get to know yourself very, very well as a medium. And I think that then contributes to your own confidence and development. Yes.
1: Uh, I, I recall when I was first beginning and I was struggling to get messages, my mentor said, do you not trust yourself or do you not trust spirit? And it really stopped me in my tracks because I thought, oh, that's right. I'm not trusting. And I had to figure out what, who or what was the block. And, well, it was me. Mm-hmm. And that's <laughs> normal. To for step it. In. Yes.
2: Yeah, it's normal for it to be us. I mean, really, if we know that we are mediums and we trust spirit in that way, there's no reason they won't be there. It's our own mental blocks that stop that.
1: That's right. That's right. I, so I just had to start showing up and realizing, okay, they're there. just need to believe that they're there and know that I have this ability and just show up with confidence. And then the doors opened easily.
2: I think visualization is a good way to do that. I remember sort of feeling like, okay, if I can envision this bubble around me when I'm standing up to work with spirit and know that spirit are in that bubble, then there's no way I can't make that contact with them because they are in my bubble. And I remember using that visualization technique for quite some time until I completely trusted that no matter where I was, that contact was there. Oh, that's wonderful.
1: I'd like to ask a little bit, going further into some of your, you're such an easy, easy teacher, skillful teacher. Let me say that in a different way, skillful teacher. How can people, how can you advise people to notice and interpret signs from the spirit world? Could you give them some guidance about that?
2: Yes. I mean, I feel that the biggest thing that we need to do is really find a uh, a place of peace within ourselves so meditation is a good way to do that but i understand that not everyone has the time or the patience or maybe they don't know how to do meditation and i feel that you know it's the most simple thing but Sometimes we can overcomplicate that by feeling like we have to sit within this peaceful room for an hour at a time, you know, and make sure that we give it that time. When really meditation just means going into the silence of yourself and centering yourself so maybe a walk in the park or in nature or, you know, sitting within your home and putting on a bit of music for 10 minutes can have the same effect. And the reason I suggest that initially is not to do that every time you want to feel spirit, but really just to learn how to become aware of your own soul and be aware of that's where you make the connection to spirit. So if you can do that initially, It kind of trains, you know, your own self to go into that space automatically. And I feel then that we feel spirit around us in the presence of spirit so much easier if we do that. And other ways are, you know, the spirit world will definitely try to let us know that they are there through dreams or You know, it might be a scent, a smell of something or just maybe seeing them out the corner of your peripheral vision uh, and songs, music. There are many, many ways that spirit will communicate. But if you want to become aware of that communication, really, you have to be alert to how you get that awareness, if that makes sense.
1: Mm, Okay, so be open to it. And also I'm hearing from My angels, to add, if you won't mind, add that we don't have anything to fear. Don't be afraid of it.
2: Exactly. There's never anything fearful about spirit. And if you are, you know, always working for the highest of good and, you know, you work within the light, then that is exactly what happens. There's never anything to fear. Right,
0: right. Yes. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive.
1: Does spirit on the other side, do they ever need
2: us to help them? Do they need healing? I feel so in the sense that, you know, they believe too. So when someone passes over crosses over to the other side, they actually have to grieve for their physical life. You know, they might feel grief because they won't get to hug their daughter again or, you know, speak to someone again in a physical sense or be within their daily life. So they do have that kind of grief when they cross over. Um, But it's not the same as our grief for the ones who are left behind, because for the ones who are left behind, it feels very, very final and when it's for those in the spirit side they know it's not final so their grief isn't as quite intense as that so we do both grieve on both sides but it is in a different way Uh, and so healing needs to be um, done on both sides I feel And, and sometimes it's to do with situations that maybe were out of the person's control if they passed suddenly and they didn't get to you know, come together with their loved ones or maybe there was a situation that didn't resolve in this lifetime and so they feel that that situation had no closures. So things like that definitely need healing on both sides, I feel.
1: Hey, and then through, I mean, we can always contact a medium such as yourself or me that we trust, but, you know, it sounds like from what you're saying, we can develop through meditation and trust with spirit. We can contact our loved
2: ones on the other side and make that that connection, can't we? Yeah, we definitely can do that. And I think as well, people also need to realize too in their own development that we have such a higher power of our own. We are spirit in human form. So when we sit for that meditation and ask our spirit team to come around us initially, Really, what we are doing also is going within our higher spirit and making that connection. And if we can get to that level within ourselves, it makes it easier for us to then meet with our loved ones and they will come around. So I think it's something that takes practice and takes time and it's never going to be as easy as, you know, sitting in meditation and then suddenly being able to see your father standing in front of you. It's never as easy as that, but it's something that takes time and patience and trust that your loved ones will come around and they will give you the signs that they are there as and when they can do that.
1: Yes, and it's so worth it.
2: <laughs> it, it definitely it's, is worth it.
1: Yes, I hear I hear and feel Archangel Gabriel Adding to this conversation, saying this is part of our shared purpose, all of us, because when we allow ourselves to elevate, elevate our knowing, our our intuition, as, as we allow ourselves to remember that we have this ability, to remember that we are all spirit and we can connect to the other side. When we remember that we can do that, we realize, oh, we have these abilities. Oh, we We are this wondrous. We are this wonderful. And it brings us back to our shared purpose of remembering who we are and what we are. We are co, we are creator. We are part of the star stuff. We are part of the big love. And I would like to share from the angels and guides, Karen, their gratitude. Oh, my goodness, their gratitude for you and the work that you do. They're bowing and smiling and saying, oh, please ask our channel, Rachel, to just share our love for Karen. And how much we just want to put our arms around her. She is just so, oh, my goodness, so wonderful. We love her so much. She's so wonderful. And how she is spreading light into this world. Okay. And...
2: Oh, my goodness. Yes. I just wanted to share that, Karen. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That's so lovely. And, and it is that, you know, that our guides help our spirit teams, angels, they're all working really hard on the other side of things to to enable us in this side of life to spread that light and help us with our development and help us move forward uh, and move to the power of us so that we can bring that essence. To hear upon the earth so that it can help people
1: yes so we can all do the big shift <laughs> we can all elevate exactly. people out. wow you're doing it right babe you are doing it right karen i have two two of my um most favorite people that i have asked to be on uh, i two listeners they happen to be two people that i know pretty well I just love them and I've asked them to join us today and they've come up with a couple questions for you. And do you feel like doing a little bit of on the spot
2: reading today? I will definitely um, channel some guidance and advice and whatever I feel is right for these uh, answers to these questions. That sounds great and um, I, I peruse
1: their questions, they're just light and easy. And um, I know we set the intention that they are asking questions that are specific for them, but we know how spirit works. The answers that come through will be for them and for everyone listening. So listeners, please know that spirit knows how to do that. So listen to these answers in a light and easy way and know that whatever Karen is guided to share is also for you. So so listen, because we know spirit knows how to do that. Hey, okay. So Anne, I'm going to pull you in first. So if you would unmute yourself, there we go. And Anne, I'll just let you go ahead and, and talk to Karen. Hello, Karen. I wanted to know why I, I shouldn't say never, I've dreamt twice of my,
0: once of my father and once of my sister in 20 some years, but my husband dreams of them often and all the time. I've been trying
1: to tell the angels I want them to come through, I want to see them, I want to know they're fine. So anything you can tell me about, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother,
2: anything would be lovely and why I'm not dreaming okay so let's start with the question about the dream first of all with dreams you know it's some people dream all the time other people don't dream often at all and when we dream what we are doing or when we are in sleep state we are moving our conscious mind out the way and we are then within the subconscious and we are with spirit in that moment now some people will then upon waking just remember things more vividly than others and i don't feel that there seems to be rhyme or reason for that I feel it's just the way it works with some people so when your husband dreams of your you know your um, family in the spirit side it's not that they are communicating with him and not with you it's just that he is remembering it somehow and it's playing out within his uh, imagination, uh, his mind, and they're able to kind of convey their messages that way. So they are also with you in that aspect too, but you're just not grasping that or remembering it as you wake. So that's the first thing I would want to say and I feel that your father is particularly strong and I feel that your father, I don't know that he believed in this when he was here in life but i know that your father is definitely working strongly from the other side to try to help you try to communicate with you and also your other family members too and i do feel that i don't know if this is with yourself and or with another family member but I do feel that, you know, life has not been easy. Like there seems to be this hard emotional struggle where I feel that your dad is stepping forward to try and help you with that or help someone with that. Almost like there's been a lot of struggle or a lot of conflicted emotional feelings sometimes. And it's been very, very difficult for either yourself or someone close to you. And I feel that your dad does try to step in to elevate that. Does that make sense to you, that part? Yes, it does. And so and is that for yourself, Anne? No, it's for my daughter. For your daughter, okay. So your father must be around your daughter very clearly in trying to help her move forward or elevate her within her own life in some way as well. And I I don't say that that's his whole purpose for coming in. I feel that he's there because he's connected to you, because he's obviously connected to her and to your family. But I do feel that your father brings in a very strong energy Uh, about that too with your mother your mother's over in spirit too is that correct yes and with your mother if I would I be right to say that your mother really did have a struggle before she passed so it wasn't a sudden pass and I feel that she needed support or help is that correct that is correct and I do feel that that went on for some time with your mum and I, I feel that that really hampered her like it was very difficult for her to go through that as well. And you must have been around her a lot or she got very good family care at the same time. Is that correct? Yes. And I know that she's very grateful for that as well. But your mum's really a strong lady as well, isn't she? Yes, she is. Yeah, because I feel that your mum's energy is actually that much stronger than your father's. I feel that your mum's the one that blends with me now and comes in in a very very strong way and she is a very family oriented lady as well so I know that it's very important for her to be around you does that make sense good I'm glad I want her to be yes and I do know she talks around the uh, month of June like there's something around the month of June either a passing or birthday but it's something to do with June is that correct
0: yes if there is a birth in our family in that time
2: in that time, okay. Uh, I I kind of wondered if I don't know if that's the right one that you're thinking of, but I feel that like I'm coming round about the fourth of June as a date that seems significant. So if it's not that birthday that you were thinking of, hang on to the fourth of June, okay? Okay. Okay okay now over and above everything else your loved ones in the spirit side are definitely very present within your life and and they understand that you keep asking them for this you know proof that they are there or this connection on a deeper level and they are all really trying to do that with you but please don't feel disheartened because it doesn't happen in the same way it might happen for someone else i know that you believe in signs and i I know from the way your mum's showing me this that you have many other signs that come in, but it's just this dream one that maybe you're not quite aware of. Is that correct?
0: That is correct.
2: Yeah. So your mum's aware of that and they will work on that with you. But what to do is just relax. It will happen. I fully believe it will happen for you. So just relax and, and allow that to flow. And that kind of goes for any other listeners as well who are maybe trying to kind of harness a certain way to connect with your loved ones it's better to just let it flow and let it come when it's supposed to come and it will happen so i hope that helped you ann yes it did thank you
1: all right how wonderful and sarah beth would you like to come on in and talk to karen hi karen hi sarah beth okay so i recently met a soulmate
0: But I can't be with him in this lifetime because even though I'm single, he is not. He thinks that we can be platonic friends. We feel really connected. So he wants to continue a friendship. But I feel like our
1: chemistry is just too strong and that we shouldn't go down that path at all.
0: That way nobody gets hurt. And... I guess I'm looking for guidance to break off that friendship. And how do I shake my feelings for
1: someone who do feel is a soulmate, but just not in this particular lifetime?
2: Okay. So, you know, as you were speaking there, I was just linking into the energy of that. And I do agree that the energy is very strong between the two of you. And I do feel that, it kind of feels overpowering sometimes so I understand why you're asking you know how do I break that it is very difficult to do that when you have feelings for someone and um, I feel that I'm right to say that this came into your life at an unexpected time Sarah Beth I don't feel that you were looking for it I feel like it's something that just came in does that make sense Yes, absolutely. And sometimes when it happens that way, it is very overpowering. And I do believe that he is, you know, that soul power. You do share that soul power. So there is a connection that's been here for a long, long time with the two of you. But what I would say is, you know, I feel that you are really trusting your inner knowing about this. And as much as you don't want to kind of let go of him in, in a sense, I do feel that you can foresee that it would bring you more emotional distress should you kind of, you know, link into that because you know that it can't go the other way. Does that make sense? Yes. Now, I don't necessarily feel that that might always be the case. I'm um, sensing with that that even though his life's in a very different place and there's things going on there we don't know how things will change ever and so what I guess I'm saying to you is you know if you have to break that energy at the moment and allow that to you know step back a little bit so that you can have clarity on that I feel that he might come back in for you later at a certain time i don't necessarily feel it would be gone forever but what i will say is that i feel it might be one of those teaching loves those loves that come into our life that were never aligned at the right time in this lifetime but it teaches us something every time it comes in and i feel that that's what's happened here he's come into your life to teach you something about where you're at within your life and how you can kind of pull yourself up from that and then keep going because there is other love for you. The so as much as this is a very strong love, I don't feel that this is the, the final one. You know, I feel like this is something that will perhaps come and go into your energy and will settle itself down and I'll also have to say I agree with you in the fact that I don't feel it could be platonic at this time so I feel that everything you're feeling about it is correct wow thank you I love what you said about teaching love
1: that that makes a lot of sense it does feel that I'm supposed to be learning something about this
2: so. uh, yeah absolutely Sarah Beth and, I, and don't be disheartened about that because I honestly do believe that however that love comes in for us that soul love we it's about our development you know it's it's maybe feels a little bit sore at the time for it not to turn out the way we hope and wish but if we really concentrate on what our soul needs from that usually we will find that it opens up another pathway for us in a different kind of energy and i do feel that's what will happen for you oh wow okay
1: Thank you, Sarah, Beth and Anne, very much. And thank you, Karen, for reading for them. Beautiful, beautiful messages. Karen, could you tell our audience the best way to get a hold of you for a reading?
2: Of course. So any (laughs) consultation, any events, anything like that is at karendocherty.com. Everything is on there. My mentorship is on there and also my readings, online readings. All right. And would you spell that for us? Yes. It's, so it's my name, dot com.
1: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful time and energy with us today, Karen. It has been an absolute pleasure.
2: And the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: Oh, yes. Love to have you back another time. Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Oh, very good. And like I said earlier, nice to see you again. So it makes my heart leap to meet you again. I know that I've seen you before
2: in other lifetimes. So (laughs) nice to have our hearts unite. Absolutely. And all for the greater good and the good work. So thank you. Yes,
1: yes. Loves, if you'd like to get in touch with me, feel free to go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. And of course, you can find me on social media. You know how that goes. And here's the blessing for the week. Please receive it in the way that you do. Know that you are loved and I love you. And we'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with Rachel Corpus. To learn more or to contact Rachel, visit rachelcorpus.com.